those of you that have not been following along with the Seder of the Baden, I just want to give you a little bit of an overview. Right now I'm trying to build a big sugya, and the sugya that I'm trying to build is going to take a few Vaden to do it. I know we're running out of time. Hopefully by tomorrow we'll maybe have a sequel of the whole Yesodis. But basically what we're trying to figure out when it comes to Chagapurim, there is so many different points and so many different messages that are being told to us. It's hard to figure out what exactly is the Avoida, right? So we're taking one facet right now, and I'm going to try to say uh, a word, not today, to explain how all these different facets are really different sides of the same thing. Seeing the same thing from different angles. And that can help us grow, right? So for example, we've been talking about Rabbi Ruchum. Rabbi Ruchum's whole mimer is that Megillus Esther, that we paskin, like Ramea Shita, that Megillus Esther, you have to start from Vahibi Meachashverish, even though all those details seem to be not necessary to learn those details. And that's why there's Taka opinions in the Gemara that you don't have to read from Vahibi Meachashverish. And maybe you only have to learn from Laila Hu Nodidosh Nas Hamelech. Or stuff like that. So why do we have to see this story of their lives, their personal lives, and all that stuff? So Rabbi Rucham's Yisoyed is that Megillus Esther is a Musa Sefer. It's a Musa Sefer. You have to, I mean, obviously it passes for a Baal Musa to say that, but he's having that the mitzvah of Mikra Megillah, the gather of the Mikra Megillah is to come out with this clarity that the Rishoyim and the Umas Oilam and the Oivde Avodah Zorah, their Mahus, their essence is Ra, which according to Rabbi Ruchim means that their essence is Midot Raot. The Tzadikim, Klal Yisrael, their essence is good, their essence is Midas Toivis. And a person has to learn the Megillah in that way, and that's talking what it says in Yerushalmi, which is brought down the halacha, psak, halacha, that when you finish the Megillah, you have to make a maskona, you have to come out with a maskona. You have to come out with that clarity of difference between or and baruch, between rav and toiv, which is midas toivus and midas royas. And it's a musr sefer. So musr seder, when you learn something musr, I just want to explain, musr is not concepts. Concepts is not Musr. Concepts are Yudias. That's not Musr. Musr is taking Chochmah and applying it to your life that you change. That's Musr, right? So I tried to explain something. This is really, this is Agav. I'll just explain to you something very important about Musr, which, which is, you have to be a Lamdan to learn Musr, Ba'etzim. You have to be a Lamdan. Just that the, a Lamdan in Musr works a little different than the Lamdan in Gemara. You see, when it comes to halacha, the Torah gives you the pratim, gives you the din, gives you the case and the din. That's a prat, case and a din. Doesn't discuss the lamdas. So your job is to, die, to 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 go into it and be ma'ayin into it until you pull out the klal. You pull out the kloliistic of art. I mean, the pratim you have, right? The Mishnah will give you a case and a din, right? 
And then your job is to figure out from all the cases and all the dinim, you have to figure out the lumdus that explains and defines all these cases and dinim, right? That's how it works in learning. In Musagim, of like Emuna and, and Hashkafa, we have Klalim, but we have to, we have to pull out from the Klalim the Tziurim. You don't have the Tziurim, you have the Klalim, and from the Klalim you have to make the Tziurim. That's why it's very, very important when you learn Musa, to learn it from a story. That's why a story is so important. Because you're seeing Gaiva. Gaiva is a klal. Gaiva is a musik. It's a concept. So you take the musik of Gaiva and you see how it manifests itself in siurim, in scenarios, in real life scenarios. So that gives you more of a tvisa. Now what's the point? That's only step one. Step two is you have to take those, now that you have a clarity through siurim, you have to see where in your life it is. You have to bring it home to yourself. So, according to Rabbi it's a big work. You're basically learning Musa, and you have to be able to identify. Meaning, you say, look what Mordechai did, right? Let's say, for example, what did Mordechai do? Mordechai went every single day. For five years, he went every single day to check up on Esther, who was the Yasoima, who was suffering. Okay? Nobody knew any reason why she was in there. For five years, nobody knew why she was there. For five years, nobody knew nothing. It's before Haman became a big shot, before everything, right? So he went every single day because he was nice Ba'ol B'chaveri, felt bad for her, right? He went every single day to do that. Now, you have to start thinking in your life. Is there someone in your life that could use your Every day to see how that person is doing and care about that person. Is there, you have to go now try to make a scenario. A real life scenario. Right? And then you say, well, I don't know if I could do that. So where's the dissonance? Where's the, where's the obstacle? Where is the point within yourself that doesn't allow you to do that? That's, that's called Musa. Now you're starting to work. You follow? So Musa, the, the, dif- the difficulty of Musa is you take, you learn concepts. After you learn concepts, you have to see how concepts live in real scenarios. After you see how they live in real scenarios, you have to find a scenario within your life. And then you have to see why you have a, you can't do that, right? That means that there could be a piece of you that doesn't really understand why it's so important. I also have my own life. I have my own wife. I have my own kids. Who said I have to do that? Right? So you start to challenge it. You get to horror things differently, right? So Musa has to go down into your real life. Musa is not concepts. It's not Musagim. Musa is Chochmas HaTayra that is going to develop the human. It's what it says in the Torah. But how it develops you. I saw once in the one of the Svarim of uh, uh, what's his name? Shlomo Volber, Ali Shur. He gives a marshal, right? He says when you build a building, right? You have you have two different sciences. You have the science of the architecture, and you have the science of the engineer. I mean, one guy, he writes the blueprint. The other guy has to develop from the blueprint, he has to develop the actual building, right? So the Torah is the blueprint of how to live your life. But it's a blueprint. Now you have to have the Chochmah of Musa to see Lamaisa, how to build that thing. Right? That's Musa. So Rabbi Rucham is basically saying, the Megillah, you gotta learn the Megillah like you learn a Musa Sefer to the point that you're making changes in your life. Now, what's not clear yet 
is why does that have anything to do with Purim? How does that get schlepped into the whole Purim? Okay, so that we have to get back to that. Why that becomes a fundamental yesoid of Purim. Okay, we have to get back to that. But the second thing we're working on is that that's one of the Gedarim that we hear about Megillah. But we hear other Gedarim too, right? So today we're going to talk about another Gedar. And eventually after we have all the Gedarim lined up, we're going to try to say one Yesoid that Mazbe is everything. Okay, so you have to be holding in the Cheshbon. But even if you're not holding in the Cheshbon, at least you'll hear a little bit, you'll get something from it. Okay? So today we're going to go into the Indian that one of the big things of the Megillah is to teach us about davening. Okay? So he brings, uh, I'm reading now a few Marmachimus, you do a Dikim Marmachimus, from the Sefer of Rabbi Ruchum Olshan, who brings always beautiful, tremendous Marmachimus, and then we have to work from that to try to build the Oymik. The Oymik, every person has to see on their own, a Sefer can't give you Oymik. That's your lave, and your lave, that's where the Oymik comes from. But the Marmachimus, to set you up in the Sugya, Here's the Marmachimus of some of them, right? So he brings unbelievable chazals, and you should know these chazals, and you should learn them over, and try to daher them with your own seichel and your own leif. But it says in chazal, the Gemara says in Megillah Davdalit, from Rabbi Shub and Levi, Chayiv Odom Likros HaMegillah Belaylo, for L'Shnoysu Bayoim. Right? So the halacha is, we have to read the Megillah the first night, and then you have to repeat it again the next day. Fine. He quotes Rashi. The Rashi says, Fine. So the reason why we have to read the Megillah twice because there was, uh, they cried out to Hashem day and night. So like this, the zeichet, the crying out to Hashem day and night, is by reading it night, day and night. Good? Clear so far? So he quotes, what's together? He quotes the Rambam, the Siyaduadika Rambam. The Rambam says like this. The Rambam says, in the end of Sefer Mitzvahs, in the Sefer Mitzvahs, the Rambam is calculating all the Mitzvahs, Taryag Mitzvahs, at the end, he brings the mitzvahs the Rabbonon that the Chachomim enacted, right? So he says, "Vitzivu likrois hamegillah boinosa." The Chazal made it halacha; they made a din that you have to read the Megillah in its proper time. Kedei lahaski shvachov shalakolish baruchu to remember to, to mention the praises of Hashem, uchuoy shosolanu, and the salvation that He did for us. And he was close to hear our cries. Yeah. What's the reason why you read the Megillah? So you should get a certain message. You should take a certain message home with you. That all the generations, forever and ever, should always know. MS, it's true. That what the Torah promised us in the Pasik, Kimi Goy Gadol Asher Lo Elohim. Who is the who is this great nation that has Hashem? Kroivim Elov, close to them. Kashem Alekena Bukhol Karena Elov, that whenever we cry out to him, he listens to us. Okay, so let's get clear. The Rambam holds that the Gedder 
of Mikra Megillah, one of the big messages of Mikra Megillah. And the way he's teaching the Chazal, that since that's a big message in the Mikra Megillah, is that Hashem listens to our prayers, and when we need Him, we could always turn to Him, no matter how difficult the situation is there, to answer us, and He's right next to us, His Korav, He's right next to us, right? That's a big thing, that's why... The, that's what we're learning from the Megillah, because they were in a situation that they were mamish, not shaykh, they were done, and yet, the Koyach prevailed. Which means, let's get to Oymik. According to the, the way he's saying is, that Klausel had a Gezerah. You know what a Gezerah is? A Gezerah is, it was signed in Tit, that they are supposed to die. That means, according to all Midas Hadin, there's nothing you could do. You're done. There's nothing you could do. So they had to use one power. A certain power that overrides everything. <laughs> What's that power? That power is you could cry to Hashem. Cry to Hashem and listen. Hagam. Hagam, you're in the worst situation possible. Couldn't have been in a worse situation than this. Hagam, you're in the worst situation. You cry, right? And that's a message that Miguel has to give you. And that's what he's explaining. You have to do it night and day because that they they cried Yom Velayla. So you have to you have to remember that. So here we see a very strong marmokum that a big gather in Mikra Megillah is to drive that point home. So again, we had Rabbi Rucham said that the the point that we have to pull out of the Megillah is how to work on your midas. Now we have a sugi with a Rambam that says that what you have to take from the Megillah, what you have to walk away from the Megillah. With a chizik in the Indian from Tefillah. The Bemis, the Rambam's coming off a Gemara. It's really a Gemara. The Gemara says, in Megillah, and Dafil Aleph, Omar Aleph, Ramasna Posach Mach. I mean, the Gemara brings a bunch of different rabbis that before they started to expound on the Megillah, they had like a psicha, an opening line. Because that was their theme. Okay, so what does he say? What the Rambam says. The Posak the Rambam says. Because before Rab Masna would start to dash in the Megillah, he would quote that Posak that the Rambam quotes. And the Maral, who's Masbiri Gemara, in his fascinating Pirush or Chodosh, says the Maral, because the whole key to success was the fact that a koyach That's what he, that's what the, the point was. And therefore, according to the Rambam, that's something you have to walk away from the Megillah feeling. And he goes on and on and on with Mar Mekoymus about this thing, like his Kedarka Mekoydish. He brings a Goyen, that the Goyen says, that the name of Mordechai, Chazal says, Mordechia. It's like a spice, a good smelling spice. Right? Reach. So he explains that Reach, whole Arichus, but the Goyen says that Reach is connected with Tefillah. He says, this is Goyen in Esther. Sha'odom yesh arba chushim. Person has four chushim. Re'ia, he sees. Shemir, he hears. Reach, he can smell. And Bediba with his mouth. He doesn't talk about the sense of feeling. The four senses, right? The three senses are connected with learning. 
to use his eyes to read the words of the written Torah. To use his faculty of listening to learn Torah Shabal Peh, which is Mepia Shmuah. When you have Torah, you're supposed to teach him over. So you use your mouth for that. You don't find that Reach is connected with Torah. Reach is connected to Tfilah, like we say, Reach Nichoch Lashem. Mordechai Bibchinas Reach. Mordechai was Reach, like the Chazal say, that he was Mordechai. So he says, you see that the Goyen is saying that Mordechai's Koyach was a Koyach of Tfilah. And on and on. Mamish, like Mar is after Mordechai is that Mordechai and Esther were, their Koyach was a Koyach of Tfilah. And that's how things work. That's how things turned around. Okay? So in summation of this whole mimer, Rabbi Ruch Molshan says, Jewish people have a certain power with their prayer that it could, it could achieve tremendous things. So that's the message here. Avoid the satfila. So again, we have two things that seem to be very random. One point is Midas. You gotta walk away from the Megillah with a certain clarity in Midas and you have to work on that. And then you have something that you have to walk away from the Megillah, understanding the power of tefillah, and that's supposed to make changes in your life, to be mispalal to Hashem. Okay? Again, both points seem unrelated, number one. And number two, like, what does this have to do with Purim exactly? Right? Purim, the Ikil Lechayra Purim is that the Jewish people were going to be killed. Hashem saved them. The Pashup Shat in Megillah is Persume Nisa. That's the Pashup Shat. Hashem saved their lives. Unbelievable. That seems to be the simple understanding that we have at the end of Persume Nisa. But we see that there's more layers here. It's not just Persume Nisa. You have to walk out with practical avoida, not just halal v'shevach l'ashem. I mean, there is the Gemaras, Kemat Mefurish, that the Ged of Megillah is like a halal. Like a halal, like a shiro, that's the Gemaras. It's Persume Nisa, that's Poshab Shah. Poshup Shad in the Megillah is that you're, you're giving halal vaidot to Hashem. That's Poshup Shad. Right? That's the Poshup Shad. But now we're seeing like there's like different avoiders that seem to go on the side. And according to Rabbi Rucham, the avoider of Mikra Megillah, which is Musa, goes forward, goes further. Because now he's connecting also Mishlech Monas and Matanas Lavyonim to that. Because now he says, now that you learned Musa, and you learn how bad it is to have gaiva and taiva and be a person who has sinner and kinner and all that kind of stuff. So now you gotta eradicate it from your life. Because like I told you before, Musa is practical. So you gotta eradicate it from your life. Says Rabbi Yucham says you have to give Mishlach Monas to the people that you're not so good with. You have to break that sinner. You have to break that lack of achtas. You gotta, you gotta break that. You have to give a matona to an evian, you have to make him feel good, you have to make him feel like you're not better than him, whatever it is, right? 
this work, that's the practical work of the Mikra Megillah. So that became like a whole sugya. So that's what that has to do. Now, just to start the sugya, a few minutes, I don't want to go too long on each vad, because I want you to digest, but to begin the sugya, the maschal the sugya, in the middle of this whole thing that's going on over here, right, we have Mechias Amalek, we have the destruction of Amalek. Okay? Now, so let's just think about that a minute. What does it say about Amalek? It says about Amalek, Ein Hashem Shalem, the name of Hashem is not complete. Vein Kisei Shel Hashem Shalem, the chair of Hashem is not complete until Amalek is destroyed from the world. Okay, what does that mean? The shame Hashem is not complete. The Kisei of Hashem is not complete. So the basic concept, obviously, is deep things. But, the shame of Hashem is written Yud K Vov K. That's the shame Hashem. Okay? So, Yud K is the Shayrish of the Bria. And Vov K is the Anhaga that Hashem runs the Bria. The Hashkoch of and the fact that Hashem is involved in running the Bria. Okay? When the shame Hashem is Shalem in the world, you can see clearly that Hashem is running the world. It's clear. Okay? Kisei represents the covered Malchus, the honor, the in the world. Okay? So in the perfect world, perfect world, there's no question who owns the world, who runs the world, who's the boss of the world. Kvayt Shemayim and the Hashkachas Hashem is so clear in the world. It's clear. And it's so clear that even the Goyim see it. Everybody sees it. Everybody. It's clear. That's the way the world is supposed to be. When Mashiach comes, that's the way it's going to be. So what's being ma'akev that from happening? The reality of Amalek in the world, they have such an influence of anti-Hashem influence, and they have such an anti-Hashkacha, protest philosophy, and they have such a lack of Yerushalayim, and they bedafka Faifa and Hashem, they don't do things that, 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 that shows they're not scared. They do things that are an abomination to Hashem. They have such a strong influence, you can't see, right? So therefore, when Amalek becomes destroyed, there's a certain clarity. There's a certain clarity in the Rabbi Shalem. So that seems to be like a separate thing. Mikra Megillah, I mean, the whole story of, 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 of Purim, Shows us that Hashem is still the boss of the world, his mashkiach over the world, because all that was going on through the whole thing, it was Hashem making moves, quietly, behind the scenes, it was Hashem making the moves, and afterwards you saw, ah, the hand of Hashem was working the whole time. Right? You see, you see that the Rishoyim get destroyed and the Tzadikim get picked up. Ah. See the Abishta, see Malchushamayim. So now another random point seems to be. The random point that the shame and the kisa of Hashem was shulling for a day or whatever that kufu was. It opened up. Ah, lights on. Because it was as, as much as there's a Mechias Amolek, shame Hashem and kisa shalom open. So you guys, so now we have three concepts already. You have the concept of Musa. Right? Toivira. Mochemes Toivira will call it. That's Rabbi Rucham. You have the concept of tefillah. And you have the concept of gilik v'jamayim. How do you reconcile all these things in one? You follow? So I'm leaving you on a cliffhanger. I'm not telling you pshat yet. 
But first you have to digest these problems. When you digest these problems good, and then I give you another vad, and I tie it up into one vart, you'll see muri nikazachin. So I, I think I'm going to let you off, because if I start the mahalach, it's like a 20-minute build, at least. But digest what I gave you so far, and I'll be talking to you, hopefully, soon. Okay? Thank you.